of Wisdom, a podcast of prudent questions with your hosts, Jess and Chris. I'm Jess. And I'm Chris. Francis Bacon said that a prudent question is half of wisdom. Each episode, we bring you a question our kids asked us about something they've learned, and we help them find the answers they're looking for. This time on Half of Wisdom, we're talking about Sybil Luddington, a hero of the American Revolution who warned militia troops of approaching British forces. Listen, my children, and you shall hear of the midnight ride of Paul Revere. If you grew up in America, you probably learned about how Paul Revere spotted two lanterns in the belfry of the Old North Church and rode overnight to warn the residents of Massachusetts that British troops were moving out of Boston and toward Lexington and Concord. Revere was a real American hero, although his reputation owes a lot to Henry Wadsworth Longfellow's poetic retelling of the story. Less well-known to the general public is William Dawes, who rode with Paul Revere. Even less well-known are Samuel Prescott, who assisted Revere and Dawes, and Israel Bissell, who took the news of the next day's battles to Philadelphia, covering 345 miles in just over four days. All four of these men, though, are downright famous compared to Sybil Ludington, who did something similar later in the war. Amy, do you remember what she did? We talked about her in school. She rode overnight to warn people that the British were coming, just like Paul Revere. That's right. In 1777, she made her own midnight ride, warning the American militia that British troops were planning to raid Danbury, Connecticut. Who was Sybil Ludington? She was born in what's now called Ludingtonville, New York, in 1760 as the oldest of 12 children before her family moved to a farm in Dutchess County near Poughkeepsie. Sybil's father, Henry, was a veteran of the French and Indian War, and he had volunteered to lead a regiment of local militia at the outbreak of the Revolution. Early in the war, Sybil saved her father's life. A group of loyalists tried to capture Henry at his home. Sybil lit candles through the whole house and got her brothers and sisters to march in front of the windows like soldiers. The loyalists, tricked into thinking the house was under military guard, gave up on their attempt to capture Henry Ludington. But the more interesting story is Sybil's midnight ride. It's important to remember that the American militia in the Revolutionary War wasn't a professional army. When the soldiers left their homes to fight, they didn't expect to be gone for very long at any one time. In a farming area like the one where Henry Ludington drew his troops from, the militia would periodically disband so that the men could return home to take care of important things. In April 1777, Ludington's regiment had broken up and returned to their farms for planting season, so they weren't very well prepared to fight a battle when a rider arrived at the Ludington home to inform Henry that the British were about to raid Danbury, Connecticut, where the American army had a supply depot. Henry realized the troops needed to gather quickly if they were to have any chance of repelling the British raid, and gathering the men meant that someone would have to ride from farm to farm, knocking on doors and calling them out. Having ridden at an all-out gallop for the 40 miles from Danbury, the rider who brought Henry the message couldn't go any further. Henry himself couldn't do it because he needed to start planning the march to Danbury and the defense of the supply depot. That left Sybil. It isn't clear whether she volunteered for the job or whether Henry asked her to do it, but she was sent to call out the militia. She left at nine in the evening, not returning until dawn, exhausted and soaked from the rain. During the nine hours she was gone, Sybil rode her horse Star 
to the farms of the members of her father's regiment, banging on shutters and shouting, The British are burning Danbury! Her route took her 40 miles through Carmel, Mayapack, Kent Cliffs, Farmers Mills, and then back home. After being summoned by Sybil, the militia assembled and marched on Danbury. They arrived too late to save the city or the supply depot, but together with other troops from Connecticut, they were able to force the British Army all the way back to Long Island Sound, where they sailed back to New York. For the rest of the war, the British never again tried to invade western Connecticut. The story goes that George Washington personally thanked Sybil for her heroic actions. Today, some historians question whether many of the details of Sybil's story are true, especially the part about General Washington thanking her in person. But there is no question that she actually did ride out to alert the militia before the march to Danbury. We know she did because her father discussed the ride in his memoirs. So what happened to Sybil after the war? She married Edward Ogden in 1784 when she was 23 years old. She had a son named Henry, and then her husband died in 1799. In the early 1800s, Sybil ran a tavern in the Catskills, and her son became a lawyer. She sold the tavern for profit around 1811 and moved with Henry and his family to Unadilla, New York. Sybil's son Henry died in 1837, and Sybil applied for a Revolutionary War widow's pension, but it was denied because she couldn't provide enough proof that she and Edward had been married. Sybil herself died in February 1839 at the age of 77. The U.S. Postal Service honored Sybil Ludington with a postage stamp in 1975, and there are several historical markers and a statue in New York honoring her and her midnight ride. That's it for Half of Wisdom this time. We'd like to thank Shane Ivers at SilvermanSound.com for letting us use his song Driftmaster in our intro and outro. Check back soon for another prudent question and answer. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, or if you'd like to let us know your thoughts on Sybil Ludington, the other Midnight Rider, send us an email at halfofwisdom at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at Prudent Q Podcast. Podcast.